The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, we have an exciting show today, a lot of Hollywood legends and icons coming on, so uh, hopefully everything goes good with that. We're looking forward to it. Before we get started, let me first say hi to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Yeah, today's show is going to be a good one because I know Ruta Lee. Let's see if she remembers me. Uh, Ruta Lee is a personality that just goes on and on and on. No matter where she is, she's the center of attraction because she's outspoken, funny, beautiful, charming, and a very, very sweet person. And I only hope her book tells all about old Hollywood. You know what the name of her book is? I have no clue. Consider your ass kissed. Oh, I love it. <laughs> You know, I, oh, I can't wait for Ruta to come on. That is probably the greatest title. Consider your ass kissed. That's right. In this business, that's what you have to do. A lot of ass kissing, which I don't do. And that's why I get in trouble a lot. So anyway, we want to welcome everybody, um, let you know that we've got Ruta Lee coming on, and then we have Anson Williams. You guys uh, know him from his Potsy days. Weber from Happy Days. You probably don't know that. He's directed some of the biggest TV shows, though, on the planet. And uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Before we get going, let's say hi to everybody, starting out with our chat room. What's up? Angela Joseph is in the chat room. B. Claudia. Hey, Angie, baby. We'll see you on Friday. B. Claudia from Germany. <laughs> Teresa Sabins from Florida. Uh, Diane Repetto, hello, Diane is in the chat room. Um, I saw Boomer Mays, the football player, is in there. I'm not sure who else is in there. You guys got to write something so I can see who's in there because it goes. There's Backpack John has joined us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, in the meantime, uh, oh, everybody says you look really good. Well, I've lost 24 pounds, and I think that's a lot of weight. And I don't like the way I look because as you get older, you mustn't be skinny because you get wrinkled and skeletal looking. Uh, I have this wild eye look all the time, like old men have in nursing homes, you know, when they're <laughs> being assaulted. Uh, so I'm trying to get my face back to what it was and my body, certainly. But I feel wonderful. My doctor calls me the miracle because in four weeks I'm doing things that people don't do in 12 weeks. I feel great. I'm making my own breakfast. I'm walking. I'm talking. I'm going out. I went to the mall. We went to Malibu. I mean, I'm doing everything I did before at a slower pace. That's all. But other than that, I feel terrific. 
we want to welcome Jason Taylor uh, in the chat room. Hello. And um, we're going to see Angela Joseph on Friday. She's she's coming in from Denver to L.A. or right. wherever she lives in Colorado to L.A. So we're right. going to be we're, seeing we're her. We're going to a club that she's working in. She's a striptease artist. <laughs> yeah. And she, I hear she strips down totally naked. Yeah. So that's something to see, right, Angie? Everybody baby? says congratulations. We also want to let everybody know that next week we're going um, – to New, uh, to New York. So next week we're not going to have a show and then we'll be back the following week. And then we've got great guests scheduled for all those weeks afterwards. Really, really good ones. But we'll have some good footage of New York, some fun stuff with all of our New York friends. Yes. We're going to go stay with Eileen. Eileen, uh, you know who she is. Oh, uh, and Diane Repetto is in the chat room and she's going to be there Friday too. So it's terrific. It's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Teresa Saban says, please hug each other for me. So we will. And uh, all sure. is good. So we watched a really cool show on, I don't know if everybody will like it, but I liked it. Halston. Yeah, it's on Netflix, you guys, and it's Halston, and it's Ewan McGregor playing Halston, the famous designer. And uh, it was actually done very, very well. Well, a really little good. too graphic for me. You know, uh, years ago when there was a sex scene, they, they camera off to an ocean or a cloudy sky or some music, and we got the picture we knew. This was a little bit too gay graphic, and I think it's going to offend upset or confuse a lot of the uh, heterosexual audiences that watch it. Uh, it is demeaning the way they portrayed it. It is not what all gay people are about. It is not how all gay people behave. And I'd like that point made. Um, Jimmy and I certainly are, are not like these people that you see in this. And you said you used to go to Studio 54 and people didn't have sex right there. No, no, the I know that's bullshit. I was in studio every Saturday night. I went with a lot of my friends from Brooklyn. We used to all get a limo together and we'd go and we'd invade uh, studio. Uh, I was there Saturday night and the only place that they had sex was down in the basement. And they called the tombs. Uh, or, or up all the way up in the bleaches, way up high where you couldn't see your hand in front of you. But as they showed in this movie, it was right there on the on the, the first balcony railing. A guy's getting you know screwed. I no, that didn't happen. It wasn't that decadent. They like to make it decadent. It was more drugs and dancing and drinking and fun and parties. I went there because I wanted to see the who's who. Unfortunately, I've seen Liza Minnelli. I'm not a fan of hers. But, but the anyway, actress who played Liza Minnelli did a good job, Yeah, though. did a good job, but she made Liza too sweet. You know, they should have portrayed Liza as the bitch she is. <laughs> but, um, you know, she's not a... Well, she's nice to people she likes, and if she doesn't like you, she's just very not nice. Uh, she's selective, selective friendship. Um, but all the other people, I mean, I never saw Halston there, and if I did, I wouldn't have known who he was anyway. But Andy Warhol was very easy to see. And uh, that other girl, Bianca, she was always all over the dance floor. In fact, one time I was dancing with my friend and Bianca cut in and she was dancing with me and left her partner on the floor with somebody else. So it was a fun crowd. Studio was fun. The uh, portrayal of Halston made him out to be extremely neurotic and extremely uh, gay homo uh, injured. Um, I'm tired of these parts. I'm tired of showing gay people as the injured people, as the people who have been uh, brutalized. Yes, some of us have, but we went on. And we live very normal, happy lives just as well as anybody else. I think if they photographed Jimmy and my relationship 
people would go to sleep. <laughs> because, no, because friends of ours call us vanilla. We're vanilla people. Eileen. Eileen calls us vanilla. Yeah, and I'm happy to be vanilla because the other is just a little bit too racy for me and exactly not who I want to be. Um, I was raised very Italian, very strict, very um, respectful of your body, respectful of putting things into your body that can harm it and um, behaving accordingly. And that's how I like it. I was, I mean, people think I'm this wild, outrageous, crazy guy. Far from it. Uh, I'm very sensible. I'm very normal. I'm very um, in control of who I am. So gay people are not as Halston is portrayed. There are some, yes, I've known many that were size queens that only liked black men because they said that, you know, if you pick up a white guy, you're lucky if you get something good. But if you pick up a black man, you will always get something good. But I have many black friends, males, and they said that's not true. Uh, black men and white men are all built the same. You know, some are big and some are small. But in this uh, TV portrayal, they made him out to be a black, loving size queen. Um, watch it. You know, enjoy it. I don't know. Uh, it got a little heavy at times. His smoking was annoying the hell out of me. They kept making him light one cigarette after another, and he must smoke because he was inhaling. And it was just disturbing. Other than that, it was okay. Now, if you want to see something really funny, watch Hacked. Hacked is a funny, funny TV series, and it, st it stars Jane uh, Smart, who's wonderful in it. Uh, it's about, I think it's based on Joan Rivers a bit. It's a funny, funny, funny show, uplifting and great. That's something uh, that I would recommend you watch. Now, Jimmy went away. I don't know where Jimmy went to. But he went away and he left me here all alone. So now we can talk intimately. Why is my mic going on and off? My earplugs are going on and off. Oh, well, this is, you know, live TV. Live TV stinks sometimes. Where were you? Well, I, she was sitting in the test link, and I went to see, and she's there. So now she's going to come over to the Oh, room. she was in the test room. That's Ruta. Ruta Lee Lee. She's a beautiful woman. You know, Ruta Lee oh, is just, really a stunning-looking broad. I mean, she's no little girl. She's not a tiny little petite chick. She's a built woman, and she's very beautiful. Hey, you guys. So Ruta hasn't done StreamYard really before, and we were going to do a test at 11.45, and that's where she was sitting just now. I went back in there to see and so she's going to come over here, and hopefully she'll get in uh, relatively quickly, and then we can let her in. And then makes we me can feel better. Start the party. She looks fantastic. She's a beautiful woman. I got to tell you something. Uh, you know, I've seen her in person many, 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 many times, and uh, she's got lovely skin. She has a pretty little nose. Uh, she always wears crazy hats. You know, big hats. Um, she's she's quite a personality. Uh, I like her a lot. I only hope she remembers who I am. You know, they meet so many people. They don't remember everyone, especially interviewers. But I've met her socially, of which I will discuss when she comes on our camera. But I like her, and you will too. Uh, she's a real friendly. Uh, she, she must be from Texas or someplace. She looks like a Texan. I have to find out. She's one of those Texas broads, you know, out and friendly and howdy, how are you? Like, hey, everybody, come on on in. Very nice lady. 
It's going to be awesome. She's like, she looks so great. You haven't got your mic on and you're talking. So you're she so looks so great. Unprofessional. Uh, he is so unprofessional. How could anyone forget Ron? Who's Ron? The- no, you know what? <clears throat> I'm confused. I'm never mostly forgotten, but I'm confused with a few people. A lot of people think that, what's his name? John, what's his name? And I are the same people. Uh-huh. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. John, what's his name? Super guy. I don't know his name. John. Oh, Jesus. We look alike. We had the same height built, same black eyebrows with white hair. He know him from the commercials and from the talk show. John. No, I can't think of his name. There's two different ones you look, look a little bit like, but. Well, people confuse me with him a lot. Soap opera star. He's a soap opera star, too. He's a soap opera star. I didn't know that. We have to have him on the air. We have to have him on I the tried show. to get him. Oh, I'll get him. But who was, who's the other one they confused me with? Well, they used to confuse you as Tony Curtis. Yeah, but Tony's dead. Now it's no longer the thing. That's mostly the two, I think. No, no, no. Somebody else that they confused me with. I forgot who it is. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, Ruta probably will remember. Jimmy, you're not. Jimmy, where the fuck are you going? You're knocking everything all over the place. He's like a bull in a china shop. I'm telling you, the man is just not to be believed. Now he knocked all our cameras out of line. Oh, Jesus. Oh. You know, I hate this COVID crap. I can't wait to get back in a studio. In a studio where everything is done professionally and correctly. Um, I hope everybody out there is having a good time with the little bit of freedom that we're getting from COVID. You know, little by little, California is opening up. Not by much, but little by little, it's opening and we're starting to feel free again. It's been a very long uh, haul, a very long time of um, being locked up and told what to do and what not to do, and to wear a mask or not wear a mask, to go where you should go or shouldn't go. It's not the American way. You know, American people like freedom, and we like to have our choices, our own. We don't like to be dictated by a government. That's communism or other countries that where they dictate to their people what they should do, where and how they should behave. Uh, We are still a a free country. Anyway, he went away again. I don't know what's going on today. Today is a crazy day. It's not like our show usually is. But anyway, I've asked Sally Kirkland to come on our show and Sally Kirkland agreed. So soon we will have Academy Award nominee. Sally Kirkland, who is a brilliant actress and a very darling friend of ours. And we're going to talk about the Silver Spoon, which was a diner in West Hollywood that all of us used to hang out in. Shelley Winters used to hold court there and tell us wonderful stories, kiss, uh, kiss and tell stories about all the men in her life. And I brought Jane Russell there and Mr. Blackwell would go there with us. Um, we had our own little crowd. It was a wonderful diner. And, and everybody in it was friendly in, in the business. And we all missed that diner so much. Sorry that it, it closed and they put a, a drugstore, I believe, there now. Old Hollywood was, was a time of fun. Old Hollywood, we all knew each other. Uh, when we saw each other, we were as close as close could be. Years would go by, we didn't see each other. But then when we saw each other again, we were as close as close could be. We were a family of people. My old friend, my best and dearest friend, as you all know, is Jane Russell, the legend. 
She was my sister, my my girlfriend, my mother, my best friend. She was all those things to me. One wonderful person. And Jane and I used to travel all over together, and we had the best times with fooling people who she was. One lady walked up to Jane one day, and she said, you know what? You look just like Jane Russell, but she's dead. And Jane said, oh, she died? I didn't know that. <laughs> and then we had a big chuckle as we walked back to our car. Um, Hollywood had still some great celebrities left uh, living. Betty Davis was still alive back then, and uh, so many of the great Warner Brothers stars and all the other great stars of Hollywood. So we would run into each other at parties or at benefits or just in places that everybody frequented. You know, I was in, uh, what was it called? Oh, geez, that wonderful store. Um, oh, where you got clothes cheap, not Marshalls, another one, the, the better one. Anyway, we ran into... Uh, a lot of good stars in that play. I'm losing it. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But anyway, I'm trying to stall time while Jimmy's trying to get Ruta. We only have Ruta till one o'clock. So I wish she would come on because I'm running out of words, which is really not me. But I'm running out of words. Anyway, old Hollywood. Well, oh, thank you, honey. Old Hollywood was different than the new Hollywood. My little darling friends that I love, that I work in movies with, like Sadie Katz, Sherry Davis, uh, you know, Angela Joseph, all these people that I know today are darling, little, sweet, wonderful people. But they do not have the panache or the glamour or the whatever it was that the studios taught the old stars to do. When you were out with an old star, you could be just walking down Rodeo Drive anywhere, any street. And suddenly you were walking with a star and you knew they were a star. Now I walk with my little friends and okay. it's like walking with little friends. We don't have that star. Jimmy, knock the camera one more time. I'm going to crucify you. Thank you. Good. You knock it. Uh, now when you. Hey, walk, Rebel. Wait, I'm talking. I know, but hey, Rebel, is she there? Yes, sort of. Yep. Got it. Here she comes. Got it, Harlan. Thanks. Harlan, how are you? You don't remember me, Harlan. I'm going to punch you when I see you. I've met you so many times. Tippy and I are good friends. I, did, I, I don't see. Oh, wait, she's got to hit her camera button. Hey, Ruta, hit your camera button. It's so hard when you don't know what I you're did. doing. Okay. Front camera, back camera. What the hell do I know? Front camera. Uh, front camera. Hit front camera. <laughs> That's Rudy. <laughs> Hit front camera, Ruda. I didn't know there was where, a back camera. Where? Oh, there should be just a little yeah. button that says camera someplace, and just click it because we can hear you. But we've got to I see you. Click. There's a there's a, a, a there's a horizontal thing that says camera and one that says audio. Hit camera. And I've clicked camera several times. I and did. And it didn't come on. I did, and nothing's happening. All right, I'm going to try front camera again. Okay. All right, back camera, front camera. It shows that I'm on front camera. Okay, try that. I didn't know there was a back I camera. Did. Oh. I don't either, darling. I, I don't understand any of this cock-a-doo-doo. <laughs> I, I don't blame you, neither do I, but I want to see your pretty face. 
Well, my darling, I don't know what to do for you unless I start again. I don't know. Try it one more time. Try it one more time. You know what? Uh, exit one time and then come back in again. But this time, All right. hit, hit camera before you come in. If there's anything to hit that says that, I will. It'll okay. say camera and mic. It'll say check your camera and mic and hit hit the button for each one. And we'll see if that works. If not, we'll just talk to you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> I don't know because it worked in my office. And so it should work here. Anyway, you guys, sorry, but we're working on it. And hey, yay, yay, Ruta Lee is right. We miss old Hollywood. Thank you, Ruta Lee. Absolutely. We do definitely miss it. She's fabulous. Um, hopefully it'll all go through. And uh, I never had a problem. You got any suggestions there, Rebel? Because like normally you just go, I does, don't do does, anything. Doesn't Ruta have anybody there that can help her? No. Oh, that was dangerous. See, that's Jane. No, you should always have an associate or an accomplice or somebody with you in, in the event that these things happen. Because people my age, we're lucky we know how to use a cell phone. You know, there's a lot of technology to learn. We've learned so much in our years that um, this kind of technology just burns our brains out. That's funny, though. Well, let us know, Rebel, if you see her coming in. I don't know how, uh, how else we can tell her. I will um, try when she comes back. There's okay. Else we can really do. Um, it looked like the camera was blacked out. Yeah, I don't know why though, because it it worked in my office. Like when if she did that, she was in there. She was sitting there. I could see her. Where is she now? She's on the same device she was on just a minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why there would be a problem, but are we not receiving her? We're receiving her audio, just not her video. No, she's left. She's coming back. She's coming back in. Anyway, so you can go back to your story until she comes. Let us know, Rebel, when she's there. I forgot what my story was now. But anyway, you know, there were a lot of the great things that we did in Hollywood back then. Women dressed beautifully. I remember going to the Bistro Gardens for lunch uh, with a friend of mine. And seated there was um, beautiful, what the hell is her name? Weathering Heights, a star. Oh, my God. Anyway, looking stunningly beautiful and so many celebrities that you you knew from older movies would all congregate in the same places. Today, that's gone. You can go to the Ivy and you don't know who's there. It's not like years ago. You don't have Chasen's anymore. You don't have La Dome restaurants that all of the uh, actors frequented. Robert uh, Wagner and Natalie Wood used to go to an Italian restaurant on Little Santa Monica on Thursday nights. They had a table there that, that was their table. And we would sometimes go on Thursday nights and see them there. Uh, great stars of Hollywood were very visible if you travel the circuit. Today, the stars of Hollywood, you don't see them. I mean, I'm out and about. I've never seen Charlize Theron. I've never seen George Clooney. I've never seen any of these people anywhere, the major stars. So either they don't go out or if they do, uh, I don't know where they go. They sure don't go to the places that we went to. So Hollywood has changed. For me, it's no longer Hollywood. It's just a place to um, visit people that I like so much, like Sadie Katz and Miles Rift, are very good friends of mine, dear friends of mine, as I mentioned, and Angie Baby and all the kids that are out there working their butts off in these horror movies. I hope that they can graduate from horror movies and go into... A good films, quality films. 
uh, you don't want to be a horror movie star forever because that's, you know, not exactly the, the, the most exciting thing in your career. Jimmy, talk. I'm going to run out of vocal. Um, okay, well. Uh, I think we lost Rita forever. Rita forever. She needs to come back to the correct link. I don't know how she can. Well, where is she? She took a walk, I mean. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I you hate... have to talk, though, for me to like. I know that, things. but I can't talk because I'm exhausted. What am I going to talk about? People are going to be bored to death. No, you don't bore us. We love you, Ron. Talk, talk with him, Rebel, while you're watching, and let me see if I can get him. Okay, a story I wrote on Facebook, which is funny. Um, I, Blackwell and I were at a party, I believe at Debbie Reynolds' house, possibly. Wait, Debbie, Jimmy, I think she's, she's coming in now. She's coming okay, in now. Good. All right. I was going to leave. Okay. Yay. Up. No, it's still no camera, so we're just going to have to talk to her without camera because there's nothing I can do. There's nothing you have to do. You, you just come in. Hey, Ruta, can you hear us? No, we don't have it. What? I oh. can hear you, yes. Okay, we can hear you, but we can't see now you. Now I, I can hear you. I don't know why your camera is not working because you shouldn't have to do anything. It should just come up like it did on my computer in the other room when we when I saw how beautiful you were earlier. Um, but I don't want right, to spend now, more. On the bottom. Uh-huh. No. Ron, uh, Jimmy, rather, uh, there's a strip at the bottom that says mic, camera. There's a combination thing that says cam, mic, chat, leave. Hit, uh, hit, hit the one that says camera. Just camera? Yeah, do just camera first. Oh, what well, happened? I'm seeing you beautifully. <laughs> well, 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 now do you remember me? <laughs> of course I remember you. We had a fabulous affair. <laughs> Well, that, that that we weren't going to talk about. The last time I saw you, my, my sweetheart, the last time I saw you was at a very, very sad affair. My darling friend, Mr. Blackwell, had passed away, and you were doing oh. a eulogy on the little stage, and I was seated with Tippi Hedren and Bobby Benton right in the front. And you gave a beautiful eulogy about Richard, about Mr. Blackwell. And then we went to the Four Seasons, which uh, Beverly threw a lovely uh, luncheon. And that's the last time I saw you. Prior to that, I saw you at the convention center. I was with Jane Russell and um, Tony Curtis, uh, right between the two of them. And I saw you there. You had on a pretty hat, and you were just gabbing away like. Hang you on one second. Do. Let's try one more thing. Uh, hit camera one more time. Uh, camera. It's red now. Before it was some another color. Okay. Uh, okay. So now, that should, now that should... I'm back to. You you're in a small box. And yeah, and you're supposed to, screen. and you're supposed to be in the other box. Did I? Um, why okay, try one more thing. Hit camera mic and let's see what happens. I try chat and see what happens. Chat. Oh, I think chat's going to put you in our chat room. No, I don't think that that won't work. So okay, so let's we're just, just gonna talk. Yeah, let's just go it. back to talking. We'll do, we'll do radio. Remember radio, folks? Years ago, it was a thing you listened to. Ruda, I hope you. I hope. I, I love the title of your yes, book. Yes, darling. I love the title of your book, and I hope now, that. Now hold you, on a second. You, wait, wait. I don't know if you, I don't know if I'm blurring for you, but you are very. Every other word is gone. Ah, uh, so. Uh, oh boy. Hit my hit, go back to hit 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 just Mike. 
Uh, it's not there for me to hit now. I oh, okay. Back to what, what happens if I push StreamYard? Nope, nothing. Rebel, you got any advice? Um, I have a good idea. Why don't you ho Why don't you hop in your car and drive over? We live twenty minutes. <laughs> we, we live twenty minutes apart <laughs> in Palm Springs. Yeah, uh, let's. I'm going down as soon as we're done. <laughs> yes. All right. Can you hear us now? Let's just talk. We're going to have to have you back on. Now listen to what what the thing says underneath here. It says many external mics aren't supported on iPhone or iPads at this time. Safari is working on fixing this. Well, isn't that nice? <laughs> well, screw Safari. Let's go on with the show. So, as okay. I said before, the title. So let's of introduce her first. Hey, everybody. So this is Hollywood <laughs> Hollywood legend Ruta Lee. Welcome to the show. You've you've actually have met Ron before several times. Many, he, many, many. He didn't times. know if you would remember him or not. And I'm Jimmy Starr, and we want to welcome you to the show. Jimmy Starr. I am so happy to be with you and with Ron. And of course, who could forget that silver haired devil? Yeah, you're, full um, of, you're full of crap, Bruder, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> you know, I oh, was ma I, I was the one that was, I was making out with Tippi Hedren at the funeral. I'm gay. I don't and, blame you. I but wait a minute. But, wait a minute. Tippi and I were drinking wine, and next thing I know, we're kissing. And I said, Tippi, but I'm gay. She said, Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> I. <laughs> I love Tippy. Tippy's a sweetie pie. But anyway, Tippie I is a darling lady, as is your friend Barbie Benton. Barbie's she is a one sweetie. Of the sweetest girls. Now you know you might not remember this, Ron, but when I got married, my wedding reception for four hundred and fifty people was at the Playboy Mansion. Hugh Hefner tossed it for me, I and remember. those were the days when Barbie, darling Barbie was so mad for Hugh, and he was obviously slightly mad for her too, but I think she was sort of pining to be Mrs. Hugh Hefner at okay. that time. No doubt and, about it. And <laughs> we, have, we have wedding pictures that were taken, and Webb said, the sexiest thing that happened to me that night was Barbie Benton licking sugar off my fingers from the wedding cake. <laughs> and I thought, why that sexy little bitch can't she stick with her own body <laughs> no no bobby i believe almost said once that hef was the love of her life she almost came to saying it and then kind of caught herself because she was of course married and then to yes somebody, to, to someone George, else. yeah right yeah, right yeah so um i saw bobby at a convention not long ago and the convention was doing okay you know everybody that was there had a few people bobby benton's line went around the block <laughs> I mean, are you never that. saw you never saw so many horny guys in your life, and they all wanted uh, her, they wanted her to sit on their lap. So I, of course, didn't stay online. I walked right behind her. I said, "Okay, Benton." I said, "Let's do it," and she said, "Okay." And she jumped on my lap, and she was rubbing all over me. And the men were going crazy. She so still is. Charge for a lap dance. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I didn't pay, but the, the other guys pay. I think forty bucks to get to. to uh, <laughs> yeah, forty bucks and up. Now let's get to your book because I love the title. What the hell made you think of that title? That is so Hollywood. Hang on, you guys. It's "Consider Your Ass Kissed" by Ruta Lee, love and it. her website is rutalee.com. Love it. And uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, first of all, I'll tell you that it's 
available at Barnes and Noble. It's available on Amazon.com. It's available, I like your local bookstores. For Hollywood, it's available at Edmonds, which we all know. And it's available at uh, uh, Be Just Fabulous in Palm Springs, where I'm going to have a book signing on the 30th, which also happens to be my birthday. So I invite everybody to come to Be Just Fabulous in Palm Springs, and I'll sign books, and it'll be great fun. And the title came. Wait, hang on, hang on, what, what, hang on, Ruta. What day is yeah. the third? What day is Sunday, it? May thirtieth, two, two two p.m. We're in New York, right? Yeah, we're in New York. Oh shit, I'm in New York. Yeah, Otherwise, New York. I'd be well, there. I would be there to get a hug and have you sign my book. You're a Palm <laughs> Springs person, of course you would. Well, I I am so happy with the title because first of all, it causes everybody to kind of do a double take. And uh, it happened because George Pinocchio, who you guys know is the red carpet man for ABC television yeah. and, and the Hollywood reporter for ABC, uh, is a long, long, long term friend. And one of my kids, I call him. And he has heard me for years use that expression as a sign of undying, deep, loving gratitude to all of those people who have been nice enough to turn a set on because I was gonna be on you know, a television set or paid a ticket for a movie or to come to the theater to see me, or above all, to give me money, not just me, but to Debbie Reynolds and all the rest of us who cared uh, for the Thalians. Right. The P-H-A-L-I-A-N-S.org. Right. And the Thalians was literally Hollywood for mental health, started by a group of young actors, performers, and allied fields, agents, writers, directors, you know, that sort of thing, that got tired of being called pot-smoking, hard-drinking assholes who had nothing to contribute to anybody. And they said, you know, we hang around the piano and sing and have drinks and laugh and scratch. Why don't we put a group together uh, come up with something, sell tickets, and we'll raise money for a charity. Great idea. That's how the Thalians were born. Thalia being one of the Greek goddesses who was the goddess of comedy. And also she took care of stray lambs. So that seemed appropriate. So they sent out, guess who? Jane Mansfield and Mamie Van Doren. Now you oh. want to plus <laughs> size. Oh, oh, forget Lord. about it. Two bombshells. That's 150Z, you know? Right, exactly. And, <laughs> it's true, it's true. You know, Mamie's so still they, around. She looks good. Oh, Mamie's still around and looking fan frigging tastic She's just wonderful. Yeah, anyway, she's still sexy. Yep, they came back to the meeting saying, well, all the good diseases have been taken. <laughs> so, so they found a doctor who was dealing with emotionally disturbed children and he described one of those children as a rotting apple in a barrel that can infect the whole barrel or community unless he's taken out and taken care of. And so the Thalians started in with taking care of emotionally disturbed children. And then 18 years later, we built the Thalians Community Mental Health Center, which was the first building that went in at the Cedar sinai complex in Los Angeles. Congratulations. And Oh, I'm very proud of what we did. Then, some 55 years later, 
And mind you, we took care of everything from pediatric through geriatric patients, in-house and out, you know, in, in hospital, out of hospital, in every treatment possible. Then we discovered that we were really missing the boat on something. We were not taking care of the returning veterans. They, these beautiful young people that are willing to put their lives on the line for us every day, no matter where we send them, and they come back broken and fractured, and they somehow slip through the cracks. So we joined up with UCLA's Operation Mend. Op Mend takes care of the broken and fractured bodies. We take care of the broken and fractured mind and therefore spirit. And you know, Mental disease has always been a hidden disease. It's always been in the closet. And I'm very proud of us Thalians for shining a Hollywood Klieg light, a spotlight on that dark abyss that is known as mental illness and bringing it into that bright light of healing. And we have raised millions and millions and millions of dollars for the mental health issues in our country and I'm very proud of us and I ask everybody please of your listeners and sometimes viewers to <laughs> go to <laughs> go to the Thalians T-H-A-L-I-A-N-S dot org and you can get a message from Debbie God rest her soul and me and everybody yeah. else telling you about what to do and how you might donate to us and all well, I can say in advance is that my my I started off telling you how the book title came about. So my darling friend, George Pinocchio said, Ruta, whenever you're on stage thanking people for generously donating to the Thalians, you always say, consider your ass kissed. And you mean it in the deepest, most sincere way. And that should be the title of your book if you ever write one. Well, he won, and he's absolutely right. And I'm well, you did. You wrote a book, and now I want to know all about it. Are you telling stories about all of us, or um, are you being closed-mouthed? Now, listen, I wanted to ask you a quick question. I've seen you several times on Hogan's Heroes, looking absolutely beautiful and young and stunningly gorgeous. I mean, beautiful, beautiful isn't the word. Did he ever hit on you? Because he was a womanizer. Uh, what's his name? The star you know, Bob Crane. Bob Crane. Bob Crane. Bobby Crane. No, he 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 wound up being a very good friend, and and it broke my heart when, as the years passed, he got into a, a lifestyle that did not obviously become him because he wound up dead. Right. But exactly. I've got to tell you that either I was always too young, too stupid not hearing well or just taking it as a joke because nobody ever hit on me now I oh go away that's well, bullshit no. come on give me a break I, I, I know i don't have any boobs you know I, i've got to tell you i've always i always used to say that i owe my whole career to bf goodrich because i wore so much rubber padding in my life <laughs> and phyllis diller once on, said to me when i was on stage ruda You've worn so much rubber in your bra that you erased what little tits you had. <laughs>
Now, I saw you at the convention center a couple, about maybe 15 years ago, and you had on the most wonderful hat full of flowers, and you were going at it like crazy. You know, you were holding court and carrying on and talking, and you had an audience of people around you just enjoying you. Every time I've ever seen you, you have been the personality. You have an incredible personality, and it shows in your work. Because I've seen a lot of stuff with you, Twilight Zone, this zone. That Hang on, wait, wait. Let me brag. Let me brag. I mean, she's, you know, all right. Let Jimmy brag about. You. Okay, so you guys, the first thing I ever saw Rudy Lee in, probably, well, with Ron was Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, um, and Funny Face. But uh, she's been in every over two thousand television appearances, and I picked out the things that I I know what they are. I watched. And people already are talking about Perry Mason, but Perry Mason, the Andy Griffith show, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, George Burns and Gracie Allen show, Ironside, Marcus Welby, MD, The Twilight Zone, The Flying Nun, Hogan's Heroes, Mork and Mindy, Benson, The Love Boat, Roseanne, Power Rangers, The Lucy Show, Days of Our Lives, 77 Sunset Strip. And that's only a few. She's got over 2,000 appearances. She's also worked with uh, Clint Eastwood, Charles Bronson, Burt Reynolds, Fred Astaire, Bob Crane, The Rat Pack, Howard Keel, Johnny Carson, James Garner, Robin Williams, Frank Sinatra. And I read in the trivia that you auditioned for Ginger on Gilligan's Island. My boobs weren't big enough. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I knew her. Yeah, me too. Tina she Louise. Tina, Tina, Tina Louise. Oh, Tina. Tina was a friend of uh, Lee Winkler. But you I'm still know her. He's alive. No, 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 I, no, I, I have not seen Tina in a thousand <laughs> years. Do you know the name Lee Winkler of Global Enterprises? He was the business yes, manager. Lee Winkler and Perry Winkler, my dearest friends, Perry still is. She will be 100 years old in about a month, and she's alive. Oh, my Lord, God. That's great. Perry still at it, you know, fishnet stockings, mini dresses, and looks wonderful. Um, anyway, Lee and I were like brothers, and uh, we used to go up to the house at Shaw Place all the time in Beverly Hills. And Tina Louise was there one day because she was dating one of uh, Lee's friends. And I should, no, I'm not going to tell that story. What am I crazy? Oh, go uh, ahead. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think Tina would like it. Anyway, well, we were all going to the candy store and Tina, let's say, let's put it this way, got loaded and collapsed on the table. And the boys picked her up, put her in a cab and sent her home. And that was <laughs> and that was the last I ever saw of Tina because we couldn't take her to the candy store. But Lee Winkler, <laughs> Lee Winkler was by far one of the most wonderful male friends a male could have. Dangerous for women. Did he ever hit on you? If he did, I didn't know it. You know, so this is what I started to tell you and never finished. And that is that in most cases, if a, a pass was made at me, I made a joke out of it and laughed and said, you can't be serious. And I think that most of the guys that I ever worked with, I could go have a beer with, I could go have drinks with, I could swap body stories with, but nobody ever hit on me. And I, maybe it's because, and, and it's not like I came off like a goody two shoes, even though I am. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just have a, a wild sense of humor about everything. And I think I laughed off things. So nobody ever chased me around a desk. I'm yeah. sorry to say. But, but, but Ruta, I don't, gorgeous. Ruta, I don't blow smoke up anyone's butt. I, I'm famously known for that. Ron Russell tells it like it is. You know, I'm a New York, Brooklyn boy. We don't bullshit people. You are beautiful. You are still beautiful. 
you know, you're beautiful at every decade. But when I see you in the, because we watch uh, Palm Springs, you know, Channel 14. We watch Hogan's Heroes and then Carol Burnett and all those shows because they were fun to look at. And you come on Twilight. You're on Perry Mason. You're on Twilight Zone. You're on your sister's ass. You're on everything, okay? When I see your face, you're beautiful. You have the most gorgeous little nose, beautiful big eyes. You're a beautiful woman. I don't see why men didn't go crazy over you. Well, listen, I'm a widow now. Want to go crazy over me? You want an old fag? I mean, it's okay with me. (laughs) 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 Who just had a triple bypass four weeks ago? (laughs) I don't know. Wait a second. Hold on. There's more to the criteria. It has to be somebody very old, very rich, and very near death. <laughs> well, I, I have I have several friends of mine who are waiting for the same thing. One is Adrian Barbeau. She's looking for the same guy. <laughs> she is adorable. I did a Christmas movie with her, and we had Love lots her. of laughs. Love Adrian. Love Adrian. Yeah, she said to me she's looking for a companion old, rich, and ready to go. I said, you and every, <laughs> every other woman I know in Hollywood. <laughs> Sue Wong well, also, the designer, is looking for one like that. I'll tell you, if, if I were ever, ever, ever to want someone in my life again, I think it would be a lovely gay person. Someone I because sex is such a big magilla made. Oh, my Lord, it's laughable. And and why not a good guy that has great style and pizzazz and is a good companion and a good escort and fun to have around and just be with. That's my idea of the next man in my life. Well, don't underestimate we gay men. I have two children, two daughters. I, was I married... just said that. Oh, oh, don't underestimate. Oh, Wait, God. I was married for 16 years. I don't have problem with women. I just choose men. But um, women, you know. I mean, I told you, Tippy and I were drinking so much at Blackwell's funeral, we started kissing and I cracked. And I love Tippy. I love her to death. You know, Harlan said that she's no longer doing interviews. And I'm so sad because I wanted her on our show. Um, oh, yeah, Tippy's retired. I'm surprised to hear that. No, Harlan, I, I, uh, Harlan said it. I she substituted was, for her recently, not recently, about a year ago. Um, at the uh, the compound, you know, the animal compound that she right. has. Shambhala, she Shambhala. Raises, yeah, she raises money for Shambhala by having people come for lovely picnic suppers and, right. you know, tour the animals and whatnot. And then she has a, a, a question and answer thing, you know, with them. And uh, she didn't feel up to it. So Harlan asked me to fill in for her. And I tell you, she came down and said hello to everybody. One could learn to hate that bitch. She is so gorgeous. <laughs> well, and- I, you know, my I, my nickname for her is Tipska because that's what her father called her. I did an hour interview in Shambhala with Tippy. It's on YouTube for those of you who want to see it. It's a wonderful interview. We saw all the animals. We talked about the financing of the feeding the, the, the beasts. We also talked about the horrible people out there that are that are getting these pets these these tigers for pets and then destroying them so it's a wonderful interview to see and we ask you to please send money to shambhala you know ruda we have over five million people that watch our show all over the world and i always said if everybody all over the world sent 50 cents to one of our causes we would have a lot of money 
and I think they should send them to your thespian. Thalian, Thalian, Thalian. Thalian core. You know, Debbie would kill me yeah. if she. Debbie would kill me if I screwed up on that one. But um. <laughs> so well, so Ruta, everybody's passing around pictures on a in a Facebook group, so everybody can see what you look like, and everybody's beautiful, coming beautiful how gorgeous girl. and beautiful you are. Beautiful so when you say girl. Tippy, you know you'd want to kill her because she's so beautiful, but so are you. Just to let you know, everybody thinks you're absolutely Tippie. gorgeous. Thank That's Jimmy. Thank you. That's very very kind. No. And, uh, Tip, I'm, tip. I'm not a baby anymore. You know, I'm going to be 86 on the 30th. And well, I'll, wow. I'll be I'll be 81 next week. So, sister, so dear, you we're... See, you're younger than I am. I could learn to hate you. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to tell you something. You know what? You live but 20 minutes from us. We live. I don't want to say where, but not far from you. And I know where you live up. the. You're up the hill from us. OK, up the uh, hill from you. Yeah. If you go, if you go on sunrise and don't make tell, a, don't 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 I can't. don't don't if you make don't, a ride don't, on, on don't 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 no but I she's, she, we live close we're within we're well, within bicycle we're within home you'll give me a buzz no what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna have a, you know as soon as I'm well enough and we get back from New York I'm gonna have a party of just celebrity friends at our house and I'm gonna invite you. And you're going to have a ball because you know everybody that's going to be here. You'll know oh, them all. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and well, we'll I'm have... At the, at the book signing, uh, George Shakiris, God love him, is uh, on Saturday, and I'm on Sunday. So I'm going to go to his, and he's going to go to mine. And I was at the dentist yesterday, and who's at the dentist's office with me and uses the same uh, lady to clean teeth but George Shakiris? So, hell, I might move in with him. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, he qualifies for all the things you need. But I want to get back to your book. I want to get back to your book because we want you to sell your book so you could make more money to buy more false eyelashes. But anyway. Yes, yes I need them. <laughs> yeah, they cost a fortune now, not like years ago with Buck. Um, tell me, is it star-studded? Are you telling stories about all our famous movie stars of yeah, yesteryear? I, I do. I mean, look, I, I am not an unkind person. So I, I tell stories that are kind of fun and, uh, you know, a little bit snappy and, and uh, kind of put a tinkle in the laughter. And uh, But they're sort of adventures that I've had. It's a, a potpourri of happenings. And of course, as soon as I was done with this one and read through it, I said, oh, my God, I didn't talk about this. I didn't talk about that with Bob Hope. I didn't do this about Bing Crosby. I didn't do, you know, I, all of the things. So there's obviously a sequel. But what I really gave short shrift to with just one chapter in the book is probably the greatest adventure of my life when after trying to get my grandmother out of Soviet Lithuania and, and Siberia, where she and her husband had been deported. His legs were frozen on that cattle train that they were being deported on. And uh, when they took off his boots at one of the, the stations, the flesh came off with the boots. And uh, it just awful. And she survived 15 years in Siberia and was finally permitted to go back to Lithuania. And the whole time that she was in Siberia, I had started, I was the first to become a citizen in, in the United States because I was born in Canada of Lithuanian parents. And so I started making out visas for her 
as soon as I got my my uh, papers, and uh, nothing worked. And I, I spoke to every one of the politicos that I knew uh, that I was in any way connected to, and I got great sympathy, but I didn't get any any aid. And uh, we got a letter from one of my aunts who was writing for my grandmother, who never went to school, never knew how to read or write, uh, that she was dying, that she had been to see a doctor and the doctor told her to go home and prepare to die. Wow. And we didn't know, now you have to understand that a letter took anywhere from two to six weeks to get here. And of course, many of the lines had been crossed out, you know, uh, they, that was the kind of censorship that was applied to anything coming and going from the Soviet Union in those days. And uh, I went out with friends that night. My mother was in a spate of tears because here was my one remaining grandparent and I probably was never going to get, meet her. And the more wine my friends poured for me that night, the more evident it became that I should do something quite shocking and that is pick up the damn phone and call Khrushchev. So I did. <laughs> was he nice? <laughs> so at two in the morning, I place a call. You will remember, boys, that there used to be person to person. Yes. And you yes. pay twice as much for the call, but you didn't pay if you didn't get your party. Exactly. And so, so the operator, I said, I want to speak to Nikita Khrushchev, the Kremlin, Moscow, USSR. And that miserable bitch said, how do you spell Khrushchev? <laughs> well, who the hell knew how to spell Khrushchev? Still don't. <laughs> anyway, back and forth with the operators not available. No, okay, you can't talk to him. You know, maybe 16 calls back and forth, back and forth. In the meantime, I started calling the Russian embassy to see if I could get somebody there to let me go. And I talked to everybody from the dishwasher to the window washer to the upstairs maid. And it was always nyet, 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 nyet. <laughs> Finally, the call comes through from the Russian operator and she says, Mr. Khrushchev, no speak yet English. You speak it with his interpreter, Khrushchev. I said, yes, fine. I remembered that he was a very attractive man that traveled with Khrushchev when he was banging his shoe on the podium and saying rather <laughs> rude things to Americans. And his interpreter translated it and made it quite palatable to our sometimes very Victorian ears. And uh, so I speak to him and he said, oh, Miss Lee, we know all about you here in the Soviet Union. We see your movies. Uh, what can I do for you? And I said, I'll tell you what you can do for me. I want to come to the Soviet Union, not only to the Soviet Union, but to Lithuania, where you never went unless you were a very high party official in those days, and any of those satellite countries. And, and I, I wanna bring my mother and father. And the State Department had warned me never to take my mother and father to a Soviet country because they could be detained there as primary citizens. Me, they wouldn't keep, but my my parents they could and and i thought god's not going to be that cruel you know and i said i want to bring them and i want to come right away because 
I don't even know if my grandmother is alive or dead. If she's dead, I'll go to her gravesite. If she's still alive, I'll see her. If not, maybe I'll get there for her funeral. Come on. And he said, well, why don't you talk to your congressman about this? At this point, I blew up and said, what the hell does my congressman have to do with my traveling in your country? This is not politics. This is a matter of the heart. Well, I must have pulled the right string for him because he said, present yourself again to the Soviet embassy in 30 minutes. And I thought, oh, Christ, here we go again. I'm, I'm going to get sloughed off this time to the downstairs maid. But <laughs> this time when I called, I got to talk immediately to the first secretary, very high position. And the first secretary was Lithuanian and I'm fluent in Lithuanian. And we, long story short, er, <laughs> uh, within 48 hours, my mom and dad and I were on a Pan Am flight headed to Moscow, then to double back to Lithuania, where my grandmother had been miraculously moved by big fancy ambulance from the little village that she lived in in the north of Lithuania down to Kaunas, one of the major cities, to a hospital where they took very good care of her. I say hospital, they didn't even have damn aspirin, and this is 1964. But uh, miracle of miracles, I got permission. They treated me very well. But you know why they treated me well? Because people like yourselves, Jim Baker, I, uh, not Baker, uh, oh my God. Uh, not Jim yes. Baker. <laughs> not Jim Baker, hang on, I'm uh, doing a, the wrong name. Um, uh, I'll think of it in a minute. And that uh, Bacon, is a Bacon, not Baker. Jim Bacon was the the top AP wire service man uh, for for Los Angeles and the movie colony. He did a story on me. We had lunch and just before I left, he did a story that hit worldwide headlines that I never knew about because I was on a plane on a plane going there. Never saw them, but it claimed Hollywood starlet. You know goes fights uh, Russians, uh, goes uh, to Khrushchev, gives her permission <laughs> to come into. So what else are the Russians going to do? Not the Russians, the communist authorities. Right. What else are they going to do? But no, but the eyes of the world are on this stupid little girl, uh, you know, who's now traipsing around Lithuania. But be nice to me and, and give me what I needed. When I asked to bring my grandmother home, they said she can't travel now. You'll come back in six months and get her, and then, then you'll be able to take her home, which I did. And guys, when we, after this adventure that I write about, when she got off the plane, we didn't have jetways then, you know, we had, you had stepped down to the tarmac. This little 95-year-old lady dropped to her knees on the ground, kissed the ground, raised her arms to God in heaven and said, Allo, America. Oh, how sweet is that? Oh, Christ, I go into tears every time I think about that and how blessed she felt to be here and how stupid all of our younger people are these days. And I'm, I'm exaggerating, but... No, you're you know, not. We're, we're falling into, <laughs> we're falling I, I, into the awful traps of thinking that socialism is going to do it for us. Stalin never, said never, 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 never. Communism, 
communism must never, ever come to our country. We are free-thinking people. We have been generational for years and years and years to think and do as we choose. You cannot put braces on our brains, and that's what communism does. They're changing it's words. Exactly We're not allowed oh. to say parents. We're not allowed to do this. We're not allowed to do that. What the hell is going on? Maybe Trump wasn't such a horrible person after all. Maybe Trump <laughs> he, knew what, what he was doing. Uh, he, what? he knew what he was doing. And everything that Trump has said is coming to happen. God bless America. God save America. I miss my America. My America of the last 80 years of my life, which was an incredible country to live in. Beautiful big cars, McDonald's, drive-in movies, the hop. Okay, hang All on, the hang wonderful on. things that we did as young teenagers. Then as grown-up people raising my children in a beautiful home with a swimming pool. Gifted, given, America has given to us so much. God bless it. And please, let's preserve America. Let's not become brainless, one-of-a-kind, non-thinking communists. Amen, there you go. Amen. And you got so, me, you got me started. You hit my thing. Now I'm gonna ask her. Hang on, hang on. No way, I want to ask her a question. I know, but we gotta we gotta I, I don't want to lose her yet. I'm gonna have to We're run, gonna bring her back. I'm gonna run up the hill with the mic now. Listen, <laughs> Ruda, out of all out of your book, I want the funniest story you have to tell. Tell it now. The funniest story. It's got to be oh kind of quick. <laughs> we, we want we want to end the show on a happy note, a positive, the, up, the happy note. The funniest story is that just basically I want everybody to consider their ass kissed if they go out and buy the book and they'll read all the funny stories they want. And in the meantime, we, you, my darlings, pick up the phone and call me when you're here or I'll call when I'm there and we will sit down and have a a glass or ten of wine and swap stories all over the place. So you no, know, no, what? wait, 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 for a minute, Jimmy. Jimmy, you know, Jimmy and I are married ten years. We quarrel all the time. <laughs> then when you're when you're here, you're going to drive down the hill to my house. I'm going to cook you a wonderful Italian meal, and we're going to have. Oh, I love that. We're going to have wine, and I'm going to have maybe a few interesting people over that feel as we do. Is tomorrow too soon? Actually, is no, tomorrow too no. soon? <laughs> no, but I'm not. I'm not up yet for cooking because four weeks ago I had triple heart surgery, triple bypass, bypass. So I'm supposed. So what you to, have well, to do? See, I'm supposed this is all to. Part, I'm sorry. This is all part of why we have to be so grateful that you were able to get this gorgeous surgery. You had people that knew what the hell they were doing with the absolutely parts they put in your body. Oh. Absolutely. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the privilege of living in this country. I agree so, so much with you, Ruta. I can't imagine feeling any other way. And you know what? All of our closest friends all think like we do. So every one of us think alike. So hang on, my and, turn. And you know what? It's a, hang on, Jimmy. It's a good thinking, Ruta. Uh, you're a smart. You know, you're, you're a smart. Listen, I've seen you in action, and you can sell anything. Uh, you have a wonderful way about you. And I know that you're a smart lady and you're uh, anti-communist because you know what communism is. So everybody out there should listen to Ruta Lee when she says communism should never come to our country. Absolutely. So Ruta, a couple things quick. Number one, we have a chat room full of people. So please just say hi to everybody in the chat room. We normally do that at the beginning, but since we had a rough beginning, um, just say hi. Well, I'm so pleased that you darling guys shared your audience with me. 
Uh, I am grateful, I'm honored, and I do hope that I will continue to amuse, entertain, dazzle, whatever it takes some of you or all of you for the rest of my days. I feel honored to be in your company. Thank you so much. And then I need you to and say the feeling hi. is so mutual. And you need my to dear. two people in particular, Teresa and B. B's from Germany, and she's talking the whole time. She's writing in the chat room how like that was such a big story, and she remembers all of it. And yet you're such an icon in Germany, and how much they love you. So say hi to Teresa, who's in Florida, and B, who's in Germany. Hello, Teresa and B. Uh, I've certainly spent lots of time in Florida because I used to do Home Shopping Network. So I'd be there for a week, a month, for five years. It was really wonderful. And B, I don't know if that's short for Beata or whether it's just plain B, uh, but God, Germany is beautiful. I had no idea of what a pretty country Germany is. And uh, I, I spent a lot of time on the border uh, because I, I had a friend who had uh, a house near, uh, oh boy, Oh, I can't remember the name of the town anymore. I'm I'm getting old, I think. I can't remember names. But no. love, love, love Germany and can't wait to come back and, and visit. I've never seen Berlin. I'd like to see Berlin. I hear it's one hell of a good city. Absolutely. So you guys, you can get Consider Your Ass Kissed um, at all your favorite bookstores. If you're in Palm Springs, her signing is at Just Fabulous on May 30th at 2 p.m. Her website is rudalee.com. And, and uh, I want to yeah. say this, Rudolie is the ultimate raconteur there is. So I'm guaranteeing you that when you read her book, you're going to get stories that are interesting, fast moving, <clears throat> excuse me, and funny and wonderful and full of the love that Rudolie sends out when, she, when you know her and you know her personality. I have never been in her, her presence without feeling some kind of a of a warmth coming from the woman. She's just out. Are you from Texas? From no, I'm from Montreal, Canada. Oh, okay. I, I thought you I, you could have been I a Texas broad. Texas. Yeah, I but you have could. A home in Texas, and I love Texas and Texans because, in some ways, they're the last vestiges of the real rah rah. I love Americana. Right. And uh, you but, really feel it from those cowboys. You know, I love it. But. but your personality could be very Texan because we have a lot of Texan friends and they all have that wonderful, warm, outgoing, you know, real, hey, partner kind of friendship. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. for those of you who don't know Ruta Lee, of course, she doesn't remember me, but I'll forgive her. Um, <laughs> you know, she meets so many people and I never really made an important uh, move with you. Uh, I never could get close enough to you because there was always gangs of people around and we've never had a one-on-one. -on -one. So therefore I couldn't expect now you. Have. Now, I mean, she's gonna... up for it. now we're going to make up for make it. Up for Listen, it. do you know Lainey Kazan? Oh, of course I do. I, okay. I'm, I'm Well, I may, Lainey and I are making a movie together that I wrote and, uh, and Lainey will be coming out our way uh, in the weeks to come. So I'm going to invite oh, you I'm over. Is there, is there a part for a blonde hussy in it? An old blonde Yeah, hussy. we'll find a place to put you. No, Ruta. <laughs> <Okay. unfo> <laughs> uh, well, actually, there is a part of, you have to play a Nazi, but... Um, <laughs> it's a comedy. Right. It's a black It's a black comedy. <laughs> it's a black, but you know, why not? You know, I'm thinking of Sally Kirkland, who I love and adore and know forever. Oh, you know, yeah. You know, Sally. I know her I from sure the silver, silver spoon in the Shelley Winter days. You know, Jane Russell yes. was my best friend. Jane and I hung out 
for years. Jane and I were like now, brother and sister. There was a deliciously warm, generous, funny lady. I don't think people realized it because she was always billed as such a sex pot that you never realized her humanity under all of that. She was really a great dame. I adore, love, and worship her. Uh, we spent years together, stayed in each other's homes. We were brother and sister. Uh, I took her name when I started the business, Russell, and she was always pleased with that. And she said, I'm so happy you did so well with my name. But Jane and I were, um, you couldn't get any closer if we weren't married. Uh, just a wonderful human being, a good Christian woman, a good American, a good Republican. Yes. She was just an honest, fair broad. She called it like it was. The two of us together were absolutely the same personality. And we adored each other. And I miss her. God, how I miss her. I'm always sorry that Jimmy's never met her. He would have adored her too. But yes, Jane Russell was an incredible... People thought she was cold and rude and very standoffish, but she wasn't. She was shy. And after you got to know her inner mechanisms, you found the most giving, honest friend. When we went, I took her to a, a red carpet premiere of her movie, uh, Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. They were doing it in the Cinema Paradiso in Florida. And I was her date. And we got out of the limo and we the paparazzi was going crazy. Miss Russell, him, you know, they yell and scream for pictures. Oh, sure. And one of the guys grabbed me and he said, sir, do you mind? We just want Jane alone. Well, she grabbed me by the, the my fake shoulder pad and pulled me in. She, <laughs> she pulled. No, she grabbed me like a claw, pulled me next to her. She said, you don't go anywhere. You're here with me. And she looked at the guy. She said, now go. And the guy went and made the interview. But no, that was Jane. Jane was just just she a wonderful. Was a, a good name, yeah. A very generous woman. I, I loved her. You know, who else loved her? Debbie. Debbie loved her. Oh, yes. Debbie, that's how I met Debbie, through Jane. I met Esther Williams through Jane. I loved Esther. I met Beryl Davis, who I adored through her. I met um, uh, so many movie stars. Oh, Terry Moore. Terry and I well, are Beryl still friends. Terry and I are still friends. Oh yeah, Terry's a very girl. Yeah. You know, you know that old broad. That old broad is, that old broad is still running in Santa Monica Beach every day, two miles. No Terry, kidding. Terry Moore still runs. Really? Every, yeah, every she's 150, and she runs two miles every day and looks one. Probably more of a walk run. No, no, she runs. I just, I just we saw, saw her at a red carpet. I saw, last I saw year. her at a red carpet right last before, year. Before the COVID. and we took pictures. And if I tell you, the camera was wonderful because the both of us look fifty. So Terry Moore looks. <laughs> no, Terry Moore looks well, the, wonderful. I love and adore just Terry. Get the name of that photographer, for God's sake. Well, it's yes, the, it's the camera. Screw the photographer. So we also <laughs> want to thank. We want to. We want to thank uh, Harlan for helping set this whole thing up. Yeah, and, and Harlan and, doesn't remember me either. And I'm going to kick him in the head when I see him. I have been in Harlan's company so many times. Uh, Harlan Young was the handsomest, sexiest guy in the world. I don't know what Harlan looks like now. I haven't seen him in 22 years. He looks years. like a young. Sexy guy. And he the always part is not only does he look good, but he is one of the few gentlemen in our business. Oh, absolutely. He's fabulous. Business, absolutely. Which is a very difficult business. Now, and, Black and he is wonderful. Yes, he now, is. Now Blackwell left him all his gowns. Yes. 
So I was wondering what what has Harlan done with them? Is he going to put them on display? I I hope, but you know, stop and think about the trouble that Debbie had trying to get the cognoscenti, the literati of Hollywood, right, to, to deign do to do something and putting a museum together for her. You know, right, right. And was... when you stop and think that those silly bastards let that collection drift all over the world. I mean, the Marilyn Monroe subway dress sold for $5.2 million. Now you tell me, what kind of schmucks would have let this all go to different, to the four corners of the world and, and not put it into a museum here for Debbie? Well, that's the one thing wrong with our country that I can complain about. We have no respect for yesterday. Yesterday is old. Discard it. Let's get new. Let's change it. Let's get different. We need museums of, of Hollywood. We I, I, That's why I Robert Osborne and I knew each other for years. And I would tell Rob, <laughs> I would tell Robert all the time, I fight all I can. When I interviewed Lauren Bacall, I simply said something about an old movie. And Lauren looked at me and she said, Ron, a movie is only old after you've seen it. Remember that. And I live with that. And I push that all the time. And I work very hard. But TMC today with the new people, there's no working with them. They have this new idea of what TMC should be. And it stinks. They're trying to be too politically correct. They're trying to be too diversified. Oh, I totally agree. Too totally diverse. Agree. Too diversified. <laughs> no, too diversified. And if they could put black people in every old movie somehow mechanically, they would. To ruin would, yes. to ruin what was. Listen, folks, Hollywood was white. Whether you like it or not, all those years we can't do anything about it. That's how they thought back then. Prejudice, yes, was in our business. There's no question about it. But it was quality work, great stars. I knew Betty Davis. And if Betty Davis were alive today with what's going on, she would be out there screaming in the streets like a wild woman. Okay. Because, because Betty, uh, Betty considered her work in some films to be art, classic art, and you can't disturb it. You can't change it. You can't change what was. Let's not try to make all white things bad. White people are not bad. Black people are not bad, nor are yellow or brown people bad. Yes, there are bad people. But not all, but not all. So we have to stop and say diversity is a wonderful thing, but don't shove it down everybody's throat because they're going to throw up. Because exactly. you can't, you cannot do that. The pastor, you repeat Gradually edge in. What are we going to do now? Have a Hogan's hero with Ruta Lee in it, and suddenly insert black Chinese and and brown people in it to make it diverse? Then the story is ridiculous. I mean, how can you have Marie Antoinette's sister, a black woman? It can't be. <laughs> it cannot be. It's not history. It is, though, now. It cannot be. It is in, in, in Bridgerton. Yeah, in yes, Bridgerton. Yep. I, 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 <laughs> and I think it's absolutely appalling, disrespectful. I'm white. I was born white, okay? I didn't choose to be white. I was born white to two white parents. And I'm proud of being who I am, just as black people are proud of being who they are, brown and yellow people. I mean, I have friends of all kinds. I don't give a shit what you are. If you're my yeah, friend, you're my exactly friend. Right. You, if you're my friend, you're my friend. If, you, if you're I don't care if you're a jerk, you're a jerk. I don't care what color you are. But we've got to stop be- this with Hollywood. Hollywood has got to go back to being Hollywood. Thank I mean, I, I saw a woman Thank in the I saw a woman in the window 
And right away, they made Amy Adams married to a black guy with a mulatto child. I mean, what is the point in that? Is that diversity? You're, you're trying to tell people now that black and white should get married. How about giving them choice? Let people decide who they want to meet. Not that it's okay now. It's like Hollywood's giving permission. Okay, now you can marry a black person. Well, I have, yeah, news, yeah, I have, news, yeah. I have news for you. I have three or four friends that yeah. are in interracial marriages way before this bullshit happened. <laughs> anyway, Ruta, you darling sweetheart, you are one of the legends of Hollywood. You are Hollywood. You are what's left. And I certainly would love to catch up with you and be your friend because I've Boy, lost. Will we. I've lost so many of my old friends, yeah. my my Hollywood. And my, Rudy, when I ask Harlan for your contact information, you have to. He's going to ask you. Just tell him it's okay, and that way we can have oh, you come over absolutely. for dinner. Absolutely, I'm telling you here and now. You know, well, you've got my number to start with. So. No, I don't have your number for some reason. I don't have it. I don't know why. It's not in the email. So, and you can't tell me now, but I'll oh, get listen, it from Harlan. I, I can okay, walk. Harlan. I can. I can walk up the hill and ring your bell. I know your house. To my house, yes, absolutely. You've been there how many, how many, how many years have you been there forever, right? Well, the first house that I bought, uh, this, in fact, I write about this in the book. Talk about a funny story. Uh, Remember the wonderful actor Darren McGavin? Oh, sure, Darren McGavin. He was in, yeah, yeah, sure. He did the the uh, uh, oh, night night something night something show. Yeah, the, the detective. I can't remember. Anyway. Night yeah, Stalker, he, Night Stalker. No, no, it was before that. Okay. Uh, it was back in like the late 60s, into the okay. 70s. Uh, anyway, Darren, uh, no, what am I talking about? It was in the late 50s. Darren and his wife were my very good friends. And they called me one day and said, Roots, we were down in Palm Springs and we were looking at the racket club tract and we bought, we made a deposit on a little house. There are three bedrooms, two baths, and, and you get a, a yucca tree and a palm tree uh, or an olive tree or something for the yard. And it's got a garage and, you know, walkways and a fencing. And um, uh, we, while we made the deposit, we made a deposit for one for you. <laughs> I thought, oh, shit, here I am. All I, I'm all of what 18 years old, 19, you know. Uh, I, I, how am I going to make payments? I, I can't do that. I'm not a star, I'm not in a series, you know. If I'm working regularly, that's great, but uh, how am I going to pay for this? God bless my, my mother and father, but especially my mother who said, Don't worry, you have trouble, I help you, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. So, so I bought my little house in Palm Springs. And we, my neighbors were some of the best and prettiest stars in the world and, and some of the greatest people. And Mike Landon was a neighbor and, and uh, God, you name them, you know, there they were. And then I sold that house and bought one by the same builders, you know, the Alexanders who built all of those houses. Right. The, the airport tract and, and down, you know, in South Palm Canyon. And they built the one where I am now, which is in Vista Las Palmas, which is right above old Las Palmas. Right. And that that was sensational. And I called Webb and said, guess what? I bought a house. Uh, Rona Barrett came to stay with me. 
And Rona Hello. was was uh, saying, "Why are you in this little house over here in the racket club track? You can you can do better than that." And I said, "Well, why? <laughs> I mean, the perfect little house. It has a pool and a thing, and and I don't have a lot to take care of. I don't have maids and butlers like you know the other people who have moved up to the track because they were taking the the Palm Canyon tract houses." Uh, and and taking deposit the other houses as a deposit against that you know the the racket club track so I didn't buy one fade out fade in twenty years later whatever it was instead of paying the forty five nine or forty nine five I can't remember which it was for the house that I'm now in oh I paid three hundred and fifty thousand more. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, you know, the racket club had the <laughs> Tab Hunter had uh, two apartments there. He knocked the wall down and made it one. So Tab Hunter lived there because ah. I I knew Tab since 1959. I was in a movie with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter called That Kind of Woman, and that's when Tab and ah. I met met and we maintained an on and off friendship over the next 60 he years. Is was. to this day <clears throat> one of the very nicest people I know. Sweetest, dearest, kindest man. Very, very nice. Down to earth, regular and, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and I and I miss him a lot. Fine. Jimmy and I saw kind. him before. Jimmy and I saw him before he passed away, and I was happy that we saw him uh, two weeks two weeks before he passed away. But he uh, was wonderful. But that racket club was filled with celebrities. I mean, oh my uh, lord, yes! And I, every star was there. Do you write about that in your book? Uh, not much about the club. That'll come in the next generation. I right, how about Blackwell? Blackwell lived down on Spencer, Spencer Drive. Blackwell built six houses. Did he? And, yeah, he built I, I, he built six houses and he lived in one. There. It was Spencer nope. Drive, right off of Racket, right off of yeah, Racket Club, yeah. Spencer oh, Drive. Yeah. They named it after. Yeah, I know, I know the area. The, so, named, so that's, you know, my area. But, but I, of course, I knew the house here. I love the house here, the big house. Well, the one God Beverly. forbid you ever had a glass of wine with him. That, the wine came from somebody who brought it to him and opened the bottle probably two years earlier. <laughs> and then you'd have a glass of wine and it would be Drek. <laughs> Listen to this, Ruta. <laughs> I had dinner with Blackwell and Spencer every Thursday night. We would go into Hollywood to that woman's restaurant. I forgot who famous girl it was a girl name restaurant. Anyway, on Thursday nights, you could have a pork chop dinner and share. So we would order our pork chop dinners and he and Spencer would share a pork chop. And my then partner and I would share a pork chop. Blackwell was not the most generous, but in many ways he was. Oh, he, he was. He was emotionally and spiritually. He was. Many were, and he was not the nasty person. I mean, he could. I mean, he didn't. He didn't care for Jaja Gabor. He loved to dish her. We had so much fun on the Jaja stories. Like uh, when I we met Jaja at Debbie Reynolds' house when she had the big house, and um, Blackwell said something about weight gaining and and Zsa Gabor said oh yes I'd like to gain weight she said because if I get too skinny I'll get wrinkled and old looking and Blackwell said well yeah as she walked away Blackwell said did you ever see an ass like that not even on a hippo 
<laughs> so he did that kind of he did that kind of stuff. My friend, oh, Perry, yeah, but- my my friend Perry Winkler, who I love and adore, Lee's wife. He met her at my house yeah. here in Palm yeah. Springs, and when she left, I said, "So Blackwell, what'd you think of my friend Perry?" He said, "Ah, just another old whore." <laughs> I mean. He just he, he just did those little things and he chuckled. He would call me up and he would call me up and say, we're coming out. Anybody going to be at your house this weekend? I'd say, no, it's just us. He'd say, good. He'd come in sneakers with a beard and in craggy clothes. He never, never would see, be seen that way by people. But I love uh, Black. I miss Blackwell a lot. I, I really loved I him. Do he, I do, too. I know I you did. Him. And Spence. and Spencer too. Yeah, yeah, Spencer was a sweetie. You well, a- but they, you know what? They're still here, and there's still a lot to keep them in front of us and alive. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm Beverly was so wonderful, you know, with Be- the Beverly Co- Beverly Cohen. Yeah, Beverly Cohen. There, did, there, did, there wait, is a man. Did Beverly Cohen get Blackwell's big diamond ring? Oh, I hope I- so. I, I wonder because I think certainly that, nobody more deserving. I think that Blackwell intended her to get it, and he had that weird nephew, you know, that inherited everything that had AIDS—a crazy gay nephew. Wow! And I hope that Beverly Cohen got that ring. But Beverly threw a beautiful luncheon, uh, you remember, at the Four yeah. Seasons Hotel, and yes. uh, sending Blackwell off. It was a, it was a beautiful, sad day. And then I saw you there, but you don't remember me either. So there you go. Well, I do remember you because you're a silver-haired devil. Now nah, you're full of crap. Now you you're lie. Oh, do you know how to lie? <laughs> do I lie? How did I lie? No. <laughs> no, it's all fantastic. You got. Oh, like my hair it. is my own. Oh, yeah, that's I his know. actual I real hair. That's oh, how everybody always remembers him is his hair. Hair and eyebrows. Hair and black eyebrows. But, you know, I've just lost 24 pounds from the stupid surgery. So maybe when well, I gain my weight back, you'll know who I am. That's not so bad. Maybe maybe you're staying a little thinner uh, is better for your heart. Well, you know, at, at, at 195 pounds, I'm perfect. Uh, anything below that, you get haggard and wrinkled looking. You know, maybe doesn't want to look well, wrinkled. Like Jaja like said. Yeah, yeah, Josh, <laughs> no, like Jaja said, you got to be a little overweight when you get older to puff out the wrinkles. And I agree. Yeah. You know, Debbie Reynolds felt the same way. My Debbie Reynolds story is the best story. I called Debbie up and I said, Debbie, Jane is doing a benefit. She, Her church needs a roof. And she wants you to come in and Liza Minnelli and a few other people. So I'm doing the dirty work for her. And Debbie said, Ron, I cannot talk to you right now. My dog just died. I said, oh, Debbie, I'm so sorry. She said, call me tomorrow. So I call her the next day and I said, Debbie, you know, how you doing? She said, Ron, I can't talk. My daughter's outside in the car. We have to go pick out a coffin for the dog. <laughs> so <laughs> so this, 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 this went on and on and on until Jane got so disgusted with it. My, my Liza Minnelli story is even better. I call, I call, I call Liza Minnelli, and stupid Jane gives me her personal cell number. I don't know that. I give the number that Jane Russell gave me. I call, and Liza Minnelli answers yes. I said, Liza, this is Ron Russell. Who, who, who are you? Oh my God! How did you get my number? I hear the phone fly in the air. It hits the ground. Some man picks up the phone. Whoever you are, don't you ever call here again. This number is going to be changed. So I thought, what the fuck is going on with these crazy bastards? And I called Jane back and I said, Jane, 
I, and she said, oh, I gave you her cell number. I should have given you the other number. She said, here, here, wait, she said, here's her agent's number in Florida. Call him. So I called the agent in Florida, and he sounded like a Guido from Brooklyn, another Dumba. And I I know how to talk to those Dumbas. And I said, listen, Liza Minnelli is wanted to be in the Jane Russell, blah, blah, blah. He said, she gets 65 grand for the night. I said, $65,000. I said, I could get Patty LaBelle for $35. $35,000. He said, yeah, but that's not Liza Minnelli. I said, yeah, but Patty LaBelle can sing. So it got back, <laughs> it got back to Jane Russell. Jane said, what the hell did you do? You're making a war. Liza Minnelli is furious that you said that she can't sing and Patti LaBelle can. I said, well, isn't it the truth? You want to compare Patti LaBelle to Liza Minnelli? No comparison. So I don't make too many good scores in Hollywood. <laughs> See, when you tell well, the truth, when you tell I the think- truth, you get in trouble. Yeah, well, that's true. In Hollywood, no matter what you do, you get in trouble. So don't worry about it. Just don't you do love it? You now, how many, it, to- how, how many times were you married? Just the once. I thought oh, so. I, I wasn't sure, but I thought so. So that was, a, that, was, that, was, that was a love affair. It, it sure was from the moment we said hello, you know, and, and that's a funny story in the book. It's Good. a sweet story. What you guys, the name of the book is Consider Your Ass Kissed. So everybody needs to get it. It's by Ruta Lee. We want to make sure everybody gets it. And, um, you know, our show is a conversational show, Ruta. It's really not an interview show. It's kind of friends getting together like we're in Brooklyn in my kitchen having Entenmann's crumb cake and coffee. And that's why we're the number one show out of all the shows in the world. And we've been that way for three times. And I'm bragging only because uh, the concept of our show is good. See how we made you our friend? And now five million people are friends with you also. Because I'm so pe- pleased. People so pleased. know who you are now. Now you're not just a beautiful lady on a screen. Now they know who Thank you are. You. And now they feel like you're their friend. So give me that's some more stuff. Point. Talk, I think talk. That's the whole point is not, not to make fans, but to make friends. Oh, that's and absolutely. We, we don't have fans. We have friends. So oh, important. no. Right. Oh, no. You got to see the, the email and stuff that we get. Oh, I mean, it's amazing. People, I mean, when I went into the hospital, oh, Ruta, you think it was, I don't know who that went. People sent flowers and gifts and wishing me and energy. I mean, it was just, just amazing how many people love us. And that's because when we do our show, you know, sometimes we're filthy. We have some guests on that are really raunchy and we have to be raunchy with them. Oh, there's a Raquel Welch story. We invited Raquel Welch on our show. And unfortunately, she must have looked at one of the dirty, raunchy ones. <laughs> and she, she contacted and she contacted Jimmy and she said, no way will I ever be on your show. <laughs> we, we behave according to our guests, because sometimes yeah. we've had, you know, some pretty wild, you know, people who have their own, you know, adult toy products who are like famous and just the weirdly yeah. un- unbelievable wild things. Um, but we like the classic Hollywood uh, icons so much, and you've been fabulous. And I don't want to get in trouble with Harlan because he told me you could only stay Wait on till one, and it's one thirty because our second because Anson oh, didn't show I, up. Ah uh, ha ha! Got you. Well, I I have because I know you have an interview at two. <laughs> 
Yeah, but if she could stay exactly. on, if, if she could stay a few minutes more, that's no big deal. <laughs> no, she's. Anson, Anson won't. Anson won't mind. He's not here. He didn't show. I don't know where he is. And nobody's showing up there. I mean, you know, this is terrible because all of our older stars, like who was it that was coming on, and I was so excited. Oh my God! Remember one of my dearest movie stars in the world, friends, and we couldn't get her. Remember how sick I was over that. Anyway, I forgot who it was. So you guys, this is Rudy because she's got to go because I'm going to get yelled at by Harlan. Um, so no, everybody, no, uh, you guys, that, so it's okay. No, but Rudy is coming back. To, to be sure, when you get back, to uh, touch base with me. And, oh no, we're going. Uh, oh, no, no, no question. No question. No question about will, it. You, you're in the book, play baby. In Palm Springs, L.A., wherever we want. Okay, and in the absolutely, time, guys. I'm so thrilled, and then I will get the real story on how you met. I'm sure you've shared that with your audience before, but I want it privately. And oh, no, no, nothing exciting. Uh, he he well, picked me up in the mall and tried. He picked me up in the mall. He was wearing all, all white, white T-shirt, white linen pants, white flip-flops, and no underwear. And I just <laughs> walked up to him and picked him up. And he thought I tried to pick him up and he told me to go fuck myself. No, 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 no. I did. I did not say that. I said, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he, he came over to me. He came over to me. He said, you're the most gorgeous man in the world. You know, I was offended. What made him think I was gay? So, <laughs> so I said, get the fuck out of here. You know, you moron. Well, if you didn't have underwear on, that meant you were trolling. Well, no, I wasn't. It was hot. He never wears underwear. It was, it, it, <laughs> It was a million degrees in Florida. You know how hot it oh, is. Oh, one more thing oh, then. Before, humid. before you go, uh, Ruta, say thank you to B because she just said she just bought the book. She can't wait till it gets to Good her. Good for you, B. <laughs> and I oh, want everybody else B. out there to buy the B. book because that book oh. is going to be interesting. It's just as interesting as Ruta was on our show yes. will be that book. Thank you. Thank you. B, so. danke schön. Danke schön. There you go. So, Ruta, you. thank you so much. Thank you to Harlan. We'll be talking to you soon. I'll we'll get see, your contact we'll information you we, and we'll I'll send you, you a message. We'll see you when we I get back. I love you, my boys. I love you very Listen, much. Listen. Love to your entire audience. God thank God. you so much. We'll see you when we get back from New York. We'll go to lunch because I'm not able to cook yet. So that dinner Good. that dinner invitation is on standing. But we'll go out to you lunch. Got Thanks, got Ruta. Bye-bye. Bye, honey. Love Bye-bye. you back. Bye, sweetie. Hey, a lot of people joined us in the chat room. Stefan Bell's here. Tina Davidson's here. Um, Stars Now UK said, what a classy uh, act. Don Hinton just showed up. Hey, Don, how you doing? I don't know if Ron, oh, Ron's got the same watch on because it matches. Um, I hope everybody like enjoyed um, the uh, the interview with Ruta Lee. Sorry, we couldn't get the video working. I'm not sure why. Yeah, but she's great. But she's fabulous. I told you she would be. You know, I've been in her company so many times. I mean, she couldn't possibly remember me. And now I know why. Her personality is so outgoing that I became her audience. When I would be in a room with her or someplace, I would just stand there and listen and enjoy listening to her. I never, you know, pushed myself. And I think we've only had like a very few guests where like you actually uh, are like so enjoying everything that's being said. I think when we had Jack O'Halloran on, you loved all the mob stuff and with Rudy yeah, Lee, but, all the Hollywood but, but, stuff. But, 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 you know, I know this lady. I know this lady for 23 years. I've met her 30, 23 years ago, and I've always liked Ruta. In fact, remember when we drove by her house? Yes. I said, I wonder if I should ring her bell and go in and say hi, because I've been wanting to uh, be friends with her because we live in the same town. 
But just, you know, you how you say, I'm going to do it, and then you forget, and you move on to the next thing. Well, now the door's been opened, and yes, we will be friends with Ruta. Ruta's a funny lady. She's a sweetie pie. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I don't know what happened to Anson Williams. Um, I just don't, I don't know what happened because I got a confirmation that he's supposed to be here. I sent him a text message to his phone, but he didn't answer. Um, so in I the don't meantime, know what goes on with this. we only have a couple of minutes left anyway because the show's over in 14 minutes because we would have stayed on over an hour. Maybe that's why he didn't come on. He felt we didn't give him time. No, no, because he was supposed to. I let her stay on because he wasn't here. Oh, oh. He was supposed oh. to. I would have gotten rid of her a half, 40, Not 40 minutes. Not gotten rid of you to ask her to go. <laughs> I would have told her that we'll bring her back. Not gotten rid uh, of oh, What's phraseology? <laughs> I know. That's right. That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> she was so fabulous, you guys. So please, you guys, get her book. It's, it seems like it's going to be a really good book. Consider your ass kissed. Check out. I mean, she has worked with like, like a who's who of everything. And uh, she was fabulous. And... She really was fabulous, and she looks fabulous because I got to see her on the other computer. She's a beautiful girl. Beautiful, beautiful. What do you think of this short hair, everybody? It looks like crap, right? Cut it too short because I couldn't comb. You know, I'm not allowed to put my hands over my head. For two more weeks. For two more weeks. So this is looks like a wig. But anyway, it'll grow. It was fabulous. Yeah, I could have Anson, where are you? People are waiting to hear you. <clears throat> Can we contact somebody? Who got him? Harlan. Har contact Harlan. Call I, I already did. And what did Harlan say? Nothing. He didn't answer. He's on set. Uh, he's on set, and um, I don't. So I don't know. We'll have to. Well, like, we could have kept. We'll have to reschedule. No, we couldn't because she had to go. She was supposed to leave at one. We kept her on till one thirty-six. Like Harlan told me she can only stay till one because she's got an interview with CBS or somebody, and they're at her house doing an interview she's got to go so she stayed on 37 where, minutes where was she filming from palm springs or LA? I, I think she's in la um but i'm not sure actually um everybody everybody in the chat room loved her though jimmy get jimmy to fix your hair ron what's wrong with her hair <laughs> there you go make it all messy now so anyway fixed. you guys so everybody like knows so we're going to be going to New York on Wednesday. Uh, we're going to be with Eileen and Billy Hess and everybody for the weekend. And then we'll be back the following week. And the following week, we have um, some great guests coming on. We have Ron Moss and Devin DeVasquez. Oh, I love them. They're our sweetheart new friends. And uh, you guys know Ron Moss from The Bold and the Beautiful. And he's in Player. And he's in the Emmy Awards series, The Bay. And his wife is also in The Bay. She was the very first Star Search model. Um with uh, Ed McMahon and she was also a playboy centerfold and now she's a famous actress. And then we also have Claudia Wells coming on that day from back to the future. Claudia Wells is awesome. We met her at the Sue Wong gala. Actually, thanks to Diane who's in the chat room, uh, who is friends with her and, and introduced us to invite her. So thank you, Diane. And uh, she's fabulous. You guys, Claudia Wells is they're so both wonderful. The nicest couple in the world you ever want to be with. We spend time with them and they're just real sweet people. Interesting, nice people. Good to be with nice people, right? Absolutely. Everybody's talking about how good you look. I think I look good. I think I look like shit, but that's besides the point. Meanwhile, so we have a lot of special guests coming. My Lily McLeod, you know, is trying to make her way back to America. Lily McLeod, for those of you who don't know who she is, was on X Factor. X Factor, yes. She was on X Factor, and she sang... Um, 
what did she say? My alabaster box. Yes. Oh, very good. Memory. And she should have won, but she didn't because of political reasons, which she may never talk about, but we know about. But it was a it was a fix. Lily McLeod should have won. Lily McLeod is one of the most beautiful black, gorgeous women you ever want to see. There's nobody more beautiful than Lily McLeod, who happens to be a super duper duper uh, sweet, close friend of ours. One of one of my best friends. Uh, she just lost her partner, Terry, in Europe while they were performing. And now she's alone. But she's got her religion. She's a believes in Jesus. And she believes that Jesus is going to guide her through all of this and make everything happy. We want to so, welcome Mick Manhattan from the scene snobs, too. He's in the chat room. He says you look great. You think so? Yeah, he says you look great. Everybody's being nice. Anybody with Lily McLeod comes on, that's going to be a very, very interesting show. She has what to say and plenty to say. Oh, so and Tina says she, when she was doing about your hair that your hair looks fine, but she was responding to your uh, your comment saying that you couldn't lift your arms above your head to do so. So she was saying, "Have Jim fix your, have me fix your hair." Oh, oh, oh! Jimmy doesn't have to cut hair. I cut or, my or hair. Slicer. Yeah, he cut it the other day, even no. though he can't raise his hands. I used to be a hairdresser, don't forget, years and years ago. So I know how to cut hair. And no one's ever cut my hair in the last 40, 50 years. I cut it because there's a certain way to cut it. You can't cut my hair precision. It looks like crap. You have to chop it. You have to make it all PC and sticky outy, and then it looks wonderful. So, you guys, some of the other people we have coming up the week after on June 9th, we have um, Kevin Spiritas coming on, and he's a, a famous horror guy who now is does is in a, is in one of the very first like all gay like uh, Emmy award winning soap operas, and uh, but he's also a horror guy, and and on that same week we have Lynn Lowry, who's a horror queen. Yeah, coming on which is going to be like a lot of fun and then we're also going to be having um uh oh i forgot well laney kazan's coming on soon uh and we're going to have a lot of fun with laney on that show oh and then on the 23rd that's three days before the clown motel 2 premiere so we're having a bunch of people from clown motel on right so there's a lot of good stuff and sally kirkland's up. coming on after that right so there's a lot of fun uh did you get sally's date um, no, not yet. She didn't get back. Okay, but no, she, she said she'd get back to me this weekend. Okay, good. Um, so it's great. We got a great lineup, you guys. We want to always, as as always, thank everybody. Let me tell everybody too. These are the places that we're looking for people to go looking for us. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Um, so if you could share the links for those, especially Apple Podcasts, because I guess that seems to be the one that everybody thinks is the most important. Um, and so it should be like fun. And the scene stops said they can't wait for Clown Motel too. It should be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's the first time I'm going to see myself on a. No, it's not. I've seen myself on the big screen before. Every time you're in a movie, you see yourself. On yeah, the I know, big and I always throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those actors that hate seeing myself on the screen because I look and I say, "Gee, I should have done this and should have done that, and this doesn't look good in my hair." We well, know. Teresa Saban says she loves Sally, which is good. Ron's Sally with Kirkland her. is I, a sweetie. I just, I'm not really friends with her, but Ron is. Yeah, Sally Kirkland and I know each other from the Silver Spoon, where we used to hang out in Hollywood years ago. And Sally Kirkland is a brilliant, brilliant actress. She's a wonderful uh, tutor, teacher, you know, of, of drama. She's a good uh, 
what are they called? Acting, acting school teacher, acting teacher, coach, coach. That's the word. I think they say acting coach. Coach is I don't good. Know if they use teacher. And she's, you know, Oscar nominated. Absolutely. So things looking good, 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 good. I'm excited about New York. I hope the weather's nice. It doesn't rain all the time because you know this could be the rainy season. And I was told to bring a, a coat because at night it gets cold. And coming from Palm Springs, that's going to be a little bit of a shock. Daytimes are pretty, you know, 80 degrees in the daytimes. But in the evenings, especially on Long Island, it gets uh, chilly at night. I'm not thrilled about that. Angela Joseph says you're a scene stealer, so this will be no different. What you say? You're a scene stealer, so this will be no different. And we're looking forward who, to seeing who Angela. Who started that scene stealer? Somebody started that. I forgot. Dave who, Bailey. Who? I think it was Dave Bailey. Was it or Joe Castro? It was one of the two. Oh, it might have been Joe Castro. That said that every movie I'm in, I steal the scene. And Angela's what? actually coming to the reason she's coming in is they're shooting a movie. I, I forgot the name of the movie. What's the name of the movie, Angela? But there's she's shooting a movie and she's actually shooting uh, at Lorene's house on Saturday. Oh, Lorene Landon. So um, it should be a lot of fun. We're going to well, see Angela. Tell, tell, and us Kelly all, tell us all about the movie. And so it should be fun. I forgot the name of the movie, but I'm is, L- is Lorene in it? Yeah, she must be. She must be in it if they're shooting at shooting her house. Shooting in her house. Yes. So Angela's flying in for that. We're going to see her on Friday uh, after late afternoon. Am I going to see Loreen Friday? No. Loreen's not going to be at Santa Clarita. No. Loreen's not going to be there. But there's going to be a couple other really fun. I mean, people. we could we could pick Loreen up and drive her up. Yeah, she she can't do it. She's got another commitment. Oh shoot. Because this is a last minute thing. So okay. staycation. The name of the song. Oh, I don't know if that's right. I don't know if it's staycation or not. Joseph, Staycation. Yes, it is. It's Joe Castro's film, Staycation, and they're shooting with Loreen on Saturday. So it should be fun. So everything is good with all of that, you guys. Um, love for you guys to follow us in social media. I'm Dr. Jimmy Starr on Twitter and Dr. Jimmy Starr on Instagram. I'm trying to build well, my Instagram he's following. Not a, he's not a doctor like you get operations from. That's okay. Um, so if you he's guys got to clarify the doctor because people doesn't get, make a, No, they don't. No, people they just get, go to my... That's people, how you find it. So it doesn't matter what yeah, it is. Yeah, but people get confused. They think you're like a surgeon or a no, plastic I'm not a surgeon. surgeon. I've got a doctorate in education, which is what a doctor means. And He's got a doctrine who became a doctorate. Doctorate it means you go to school a long time. So anyway, all you got to do is, um, oh, she says we can video chat with Lorraine maybe. Um, so everything should be good with that. Um, it's Rusty Manuel's film, not Joe Castro's film. So I fucked that one up. Um, but anyway, it's called Staycation. It should be fun. We're going to get to see Angela and I think Kelly Maroney and Diane's going to be there and, and a couple other fun people. So we're going to have a good time with that. And then they're going to go shoot the film and we're going to be packing to go to New York. Right. So it's a lot of stuff coming up, folks, and all good stuff, positive stuff. Absolutely. Stuff. Um, just remember that we're not going to be here next week. Remember, uh, uh, Rebel, we're not going to be here next week. So you can play any show. You, what show you want Rebel to play? Which interview? God, should just play this one again so the, we get more plays. There are so many interviews that are wonderful that I love. Oh, God, I couldn't think one. Just play this one again. That's fine. <laughs> oh, and she, Angela Joseph says it's so Joe Castro said scene stealer. It was Joe Castro that said scene stealer. You guys stealer. know Joe Castro. He's a special effects horror guy. We had him on the show. He got a ton of plays, you know, because a lot of people are really uh, interested in that, all the special effects stuff, and he's very, very good at it. Um, and so it's all fun. We are asking him to do all the special effects for the gift of of magic, which is my movie that I'm doing with Lainey Kazan 
hopefully in September. Oh, you guys, too. Next week on Friday is Ron's birthday. So if you're in social media, wish him a happy birthday. I forgot where's, where, where's his birthday while we're gone in New York. Teresa Saban is actually the one who wrote that. She knew more. She remembered. Yes. Way to go, Teresa. I, I will be 50 years old. Plus 31. <laughs> Don't get smart. <laughs> I'll be 50 years old again. Yes. Uh, so it should be all good, you I guys. I believe in that. You should never go beyond 50. You should say I'm 50 years old again. Going beyond 50 is just not necessary. Yeah. So, and also, you guys, check out Halston on Netflix. It's really good. Um, no, watch Hacked. Oh, and Hacked. That's on HBO Max, you guys. That's, that's the it's one. It's called Hack. Watch. It's on Thursday nights, and it stars Gene Smart as a comedian in, in uh, Las Vegas. It's very, very good. It's called Hack, and it's on HBO Max. We should get Jean on the show. Yeah, I'd love to get her on. I like her. She's a good actress, and I love Ron her. Ron said she should have replaced Samantha since Samantha won't do Sex in the City. No. The new one. Can you believe how they look alike? When you go in and look at Hacked, she looks exactly like, what's her name? Who went uh, from Samantha. Samantha. What's her real name? I, I forgot. What's a lady's name from Sex in the City? I forgot. Could you imagine us? Um, oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, her name? Samantha. Her name's Samantha. <laughs> her, her character is Samantha. Kim Cattrall. Kim, yeah, yeah. Jane Jean Smart looks exactly like Kim Cattrall. Kim, she, Jean could have walked right in in the role, and nobody would have known the difference. Yeah, I think they should have done that because she's she looks just like them all. They said they all loved her on Designing Women, so that's very good. And thanks, Don Kim Cattrall. She said it, Kim Cattrall. So yeah, it was Kim Cattrall. Is- so anyway, you guys, that's it for us. We want to thank yeah. everybody for tuning in. We don't know what happened to Anson Williams, but we'll try to get him back. We want you know, to thank- these things happen, and they're very, very not nice, and it makes us look like fools. It doesn't. It's not a reflection of our show. Believe me. Uh, Things happen, and I don't know what it is. At least we got to spend an extra half an hour with Ruta Lee, and she was fabulous. So, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Happy seeing you. In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. That room is live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Russell. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. 
by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.